Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hi, I'm Tia. The upstairs-downstairs neighbor dynamic is so special. We have our own language. Like when I scream at my mom on the phone, the people downstairs bang on the ceiling to show their support. The nighttime's the best time to rearrange furniture. I call it midnight feng shui. And if I sleep through my alarm in the morning, they bang on my door to wake me. So thoughtful. Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor, but we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Hello, my friends. It's Andy over at the Andy Falco Show, coming to you live from Brea, California. Actually, I have been—I've not been using my city lately, <laughs> just so people don't come and search for me in Brea. But uh, too late. Already said it in this one. Hey, um, uh, yeah, and I was on earlier. I was uh, creating a train. I'm creating a training video to teach people how to do live streaming using Streamyard, and I was running a test that I did not really plan on going live. So if you caught me sitting there in my chair, I was watching uh, the TV show called Bosch, which is a fantastic cop show, even though they're probably gonna get rid of all the cop shows because people hate cops now. But uh, while it's still on, I would catch uh, Bosch. Uh, I don't know what all the, the movie stars, um, uh, movie stars or TV stars or whatever you wanna call them, celebrities are gonna do uh, now that there's no uh, law enforcement show is gonna be filmed. Uh, and they've also asked, celebrities have asked that uh, no cops uh, work the security at the filmings of these things, which is really odd because I've been around some of these uh, these sets and, and worked on some of those sets. And uh, there's a lot of crazy people that come to visit the celebrities and they have stalkers that have, have uh, in the past have killed some movie stars. So, uh, oh, and then directing traffic uh, in Anaheim. They filmed all over Anaheim constantly, and we were constantly having to direct traffic, and uh, especially late at night when they're doing night shoots. And it would be crazy. So I'm happy, happy for them that they're going to do their own security uh, and do their own stuff. Uh, so it's so interesting as to what it is that they are doing. Um, hello again. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, so Amy, Amy was the one who alerted me that I was uh, live. Uh, as both statements, friend, as an independent, I would refuse to make generalizations about either side, and it hurts my heart that you are going to this clickbait for a title. Uh, uh, well, you know, I don't know that it's not even clickbait. I got the accused of that the other day. <laughs> And, uh, and it's not clickbait. I know that I've got, I got accused that by some guy on YouTube and Twitter um, who uh, accused me of the same thing. Uh, it, it is absurd. And I don't understand what it is, what is, what it's going to take for them to, uh, you know, b realize that burning our cities. And I heard today, somebody, some Democrat came on and said, um, who, I don't even remember who it was now. Uh, I didn't watch much of the news today, uh, but uh, they're saying, well, it's really not happening, that this is a figment of uh, Donald Trump's imagination that any uh, towns are being burned and there's any looting going on, that it's just a, a figment of his imagination. And this is like a real elected person. And then there was another person, what was the, what's the guy's name? Uh, one of the congressmen, one of Nancy's uh, friends, who said that um, Donald Trump has made up Antifa, that it really doesn't exist. And I go, what? I just saw the guy just say he's going to burn down the system. <laughs> like, 
this is what makes it absurd. That's why it's not clickbait. I mean, it is really absurd that you can see signs for Antifa. You can see signs for BLM and Black Lives Matter, that it, which is a fraud, right? It's, it's, a, uh, it's an organization created uh, by Marxists um, who, strangely enough, uh, believe in uh, so many things that is the problem that they are talking about in regard to black lives, right? <laughs> you have the Democrats, you got 20 cities that are that are basically under uh under you know just just under attack uh by their own people, right? You got Chicago and you got New York and you got uh Seattle, California, uh in regard to San Francisco and Los Angeles. Um, you got Baltimore, all shitholes that are just, they're, they're killing each other. Um, Black Lives Matter doesn't kill about, doesn't care about those, those folks that are killing each other. There, there is nothing ever on newscasts other than a, a few uh, on Fox that even talk about the fact that there are more blacks killing blacks in these cities, that the educational programs in these cities are horrific that only 50% maybe get make make their way out of college. It's something, I think it's even less than 50%, that uh, there is more money spent on welfare programs and, so, and social programs in these areas than anybody else, and nobody can account for the money. Um, but uh, the, the Blasio has, has, and his wife have spent billions of dollars on, on social programs within New York, but there's no... There's nothing to show for the efforts of the billions of dollars that has been spent in those areas. Nothing has improved in any way. I think it's something like 50 people got so, um, got psychological help, women for uh, postpartum depression in uh, welfare areas, that there is only 50 women out of billions of dollars. That is some expensive uh, psychiatry. <laughs> like how, how that's what makes this so absurd that you have cities in Republican run places that are doing really well. The educational programs are good um, here in Brea and in, in Placentia, where most of our school is uh, financed through the parent teacher administration, the PTA, because we don't get money from the state because we don't have enough underprivileged children in our schools. So we don't get the money that the underprivileged schools get. So the underprivileged schools get way more money, yet they are doing the worst in our state and don't do very well. And at some point, you would think some Democrat, you know, and I've had a few, right? I, I get messages from a couple of people that are Democrats or longtime Democrats that have said, you know, I've been watching you uh, for the last couple of weeks or the last couple of months and uh, seen some of your posts. And at first I hated your guts and didn't want to talk to you, but you've, I finally see what you're talking about. <laughs> and, I, and I got these messages. I won't call any of them out right now, but uh, at some point, maybe I'll get them on, the, on, on camera and they'll be able to come on and say, you know what, you're right. <laughs> I did not, I really did not realize how screwed up we were, that uh, we were being told a lie. I mean, you, you, you have every, uh, you know, every part of the, uh, the, the Russian investigation into the Trump program was completely fabricated and paid for by the, the uh, Democratic National Committee and uh, Hillary Clinton. You have proof now through FBI notes from one of the FBI agents that were in the White House, in the Oval Office, when Obama and Biden talked about how they were gonna go after General Flynn, right? That they want, even though the FBI told them, hey, the conversation seems to be legit and we're gonna drop any investigation on General Flynn and, and Biden and uh, Obama say, no, Let's get some people on it that really know what they're doing. 
and let's kind of let's do something else. And they went out and did something else, and then they fabricated a whole investigation. Which now they're saying, let's uh, stop the investigation and let's stop the the prosecution of General Trump or General uh, General Flynn. And uh, even with all that coming out, like nobody on the Democratic side is even like, wow, we just investigated on an entire administration. We tried to block everything possible to keep from his administration from succeeding, uh, right? We didn't have any transitional communications. We didn't hand over much of the information that would normally be handed over from administration to administration. We, we didn't do that. We didn't, we thought he was being spied on by the, the, the by the Russians, but we didn't tell him that either. Um, you know, and so there's all this stuff and you would think at some time the Democrats or even the independents or whoever, you know, is looking at this and saying, well, it's okay because it was Trump, right? That's always the argument, right? That's always like, well, so it's, it's just Trump. Well, if this, ha this is the problem, is this, if this happened during any other administration, people would be going to jail, right? The former president would be going to jail for investigating and spying on a president who was just coming into the, into the White House and, and authorized it and had the DOJ and the FBI and the CIA all involved in investigating an administration based on a lie that they knew was a lie. Right. Nobody. This just makes it so absurd that you actually have Democratic communities that are defunding, actually defunding and voting to defund and actually dismantling police departments in Oakland. They dismantled already the police department in the school system for uh, the Oakland school system, the Oakland uh, schools police department. Uh, LAPD has LA uh, LA County has an LA uh, schools police. Also, it's a, it's a department. This isn't just like a security company. It's an actual police department. I worked with the LA school police and, and worked with their dogs. It is an actual police department in Oakland. They have the same thing. They completely dismantled that and took that out. Oakland has a one rating in the, in the crime index, a one, you can't get low. I guess you could get zero. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe you can't, but you can, you cannot get lower than a one. And you have a city that has a one on the criminal index getting rid of, rid of a police department. You don't think that's absurd? Absurd? Any of you that are watching that think that think that I'm using clickbait? That is not clickbait. That is absurd to dismantle a police department in a city where the crime index is one, where you have school shootings, drug dealing, prostitution in the school, and you're getting rid of the police department. That's not absurd to you. It's not absurd that the outgoing administration spies on the incoming administration. That's not absurd to you. It's not absurd to you that a, a city in Seattle or a, um, a mayor in Seattle allows people to come in and take over part of the city, terrorizing the people that live within that city, that own a business within that part of the city. That's not absurd. That's why this is not clickbait. <laughs> and you're thinking, you know, I have some pretty smart friends that are on the Democratic side of things that are that are, you know, live in this country that are what they would say are American. You if you are American, you do not believe anything, uh, any of what's going on right now is acceptable. Right. You don't believe that it's not possible that you don't believe that anybody that destroys a statue should not be arrested for a malicious mischief, uh, the felony malicious mischief, because those statues are worth well over four or five hundred dollars. I'm not sure what the amount is nowadays. Uh, when I was a cop, it was four hundred dollars. Then if it, if it was over four hundred dollars of damage, then it would be a felony that there's no doubt that, that anybody that destroys and pulls down a statue should be arrested on the spot. That has not been going on. That people that are trespassing on businesses and looting should not been arrested and kept in jail. 
what they were doing in New York is arresting them and then releasing them. So they go back out and loot some more and take more televisions. That none of that is absurd is totally crazy. That something's wrong uh, with our world, that something uh, that, that, that none of that is absurd. Uh, and so that's why, and again, I'm back to my, my discussion that that's not, uh, 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 that that's not absurd. Uh, it's so it's just crazy. And then, oh, then everybody goes back to the COVID-19 thing. Well, what about the COVID-19? Well, what about it? We get sick all the time. There's COVID-19. So there's COVID-19. What do you want me to do about it? You got the news who said uh, you got uh, CNN and uh, uh, MSNBC and all these people, right? If it's, if it's as bad as they say, then why weren't, why was it okay then? Why did they get a bunch of signatures from uh, uh, people uh, in both the, uh, the politicians and in the media that said, you know what, it's okay to riot because that's more important than worrying about COVID-19. And nobody, nobody worried about that. And then you have New York, you have de Blasio and Cuomo who say, okay, when we go out and ask people, when people come in and they test positive for COVID-19, do not ask them if they were out at any of the demonstrations. Like that, that information they don't want. And that way they can say, hey, look, at nothing shows that going out to the protest or the riots um, uh, you know, says that they caught COVID-19. For whatever reason, they were immune from catching COVID-19 when they were rioting and protesting because New York says so, because we didn't ask the question um, whether they were at the riots, that, that we didn't want to know. But if they were at a rally for Trump or if they were at church, Right. If they were at, um, you know, the, the synagogue for the, you know, uh, you know, synagogue to, uh, to uh, you know, the Jewish community, ask them about that, because then we're going to say that going to church is killing people. Right. But not going to protest like the, if that's not absurd, <laughs> then I don't know what is when you have, uh, you know, people, doctors in Texas saying, you know, they're saying that we're running out of bed, but we're not running out of beds in Texas. Why does the news keep saying that? I, uh, two administrators in Texas have gotten in, uh, on uh, uh, different uh, shows and written op-eds in newspapers saying, I'm not quite sure what they're talking about in Texas. We, it's not any worse here than it is anywhere else. We have, it, we're always at 90 capacity, 90% capacity. Every hospital prior to COVID-19 was always at 90% capacity. Just because we're at 90% capacity now doesn't mean that everybody's dying because there's there's nothing happening in regard to deaths. We have more people infected. We have more testing going on. We have more people that are getting out and they're actually getting COVID-19, but nobody's dying. Yes, we knew this. We knew this at a time when we opened back up that people would get COVID-19, but the people in their 20s and 30s, yes, there's a couple of them dying. Yes, there's some children dying, but yes, there's children dying of a lot of other things and people dying of a lot of other things, but it's not to the extent which everybody is trying to make you think that it's going on. Are people catching COVID-19 by going out? Yes, but it's, <laughs> it's just absurd that also with that news is they're saying, well, when they were writing, they didn't catch it. That didn't cause any of this to go up. Okay, um, fine. That that's that's good with you. If you don't think that's absurd, then then something's something's wrong. Uh, what is wrong with John Wayne? I'm not sure what's wrong with John Wayne. <laughs> oh no, what I miss? Uh, did you see uh, the Democrats in OC voted to rename John Wayne Airport today? Oh no, I did not see that. Oh, be, oh, that's interesting. No, you know, I didn't watch the news today. I did hear that they're riding in uh, or they're walking through Beverly Hills, which I find fantastic. Um, and, uh, and that's really, really interesting that they're going through Beverly Hills. That's what makes it so fun. 
<laughs> Hopefully nobody gets hurt. I don't want anybody to get hurt. I don't want anybody to die. Uh, but, um, you know, that's the other thing is that you have these um, um, celebrities uh, like Jimmy Kimmel, who, you know, you know, of course, he hates anything to do with Republicans and, uh, you know, uh, and, 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 you know, everything. It's hates everything that has to do with anything that has starts with an R or red. And, uh, and then it comes out. And I, and I followed Jimmy Kimmel before when he actually really used to be funny. And uh, he would wear, and he's wore blackface. And he's done a lot of other really, you know, uh, kind of like over the line stuff. But now he's trying to pretend that he never did those things, right? But everybody else that wore a blackface prior to you know today um, is now evil and should be um, you know vanquished and canceled. Uh, but not Jimmy Kimmel. It's different that Jimmy Kimmel did it for some reason. It's different that Jimmy Fallon did it or whoever else did it. I'm not sure who else did it. And that that is really the absurdity, right? It's like the Me Too movement. How dare you? Like I've had people early on when, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kavanaugh was going through his thing that I said, you know, the way that he uh, addressed it was like, this is absurd. I'm, I'm not this person that they're claiming that I am. And that because I said, hey, I really like the way his speech was, people jumped all over my case. Oh, how do you not care for the victims? Well, the victim... She doesn't even remember when it happened. She has no friends that support her. There was nothing to show that what she's saying is true. Just her saying that she remembers this happening, but doesn't remember when or where it was or who it was and that kind of stuff. And I, and as a sex crimes detective investigating hundreds of sex crimes, rapes, uh, molestations, uh, all this kind of stuff, there is occasion where women lie about being raped. I'm just telling you, they do lie. So, but, and so when I heard all this about, you know, somebody says they're raped, you have to believe them no matter what. There's a little side of me that was like, yeah, in the 500 a year cases that I that I investigated, there were about 30 percent that were lies and were not true, that they did not get raped. Um, and they would, it was admitted. They admitted later on once I questioned them about it. They said, well, no, I got caught by my husband or I got caught by my dad or whatever, you know, or the guy just ended up being a jerk. And so I wanted to have him arrested for rape. It was consensual. Like all these different things would start happening. And so, um, and so what happened, but I was called a, a jerk and an asshole because that I was saying, well, I don't know about this whole thing. Um, but now you got Biden who gets accused by somebody now where's me too. Where'd the me too people go? Nobody's, nobody's up, uh, you know, upset. Nobody's saying we got to believe this woman who told her husband, told uh, her mom. Uh, there's way more evidence that she actually was, uh, you know, molested by uh, Joe Biden. But there's no Me Too movement for her and him. <laughs> right? There's the absurdity. There's the absurdity. I am a major asshole because I go, I don't know that this is really a good thing to go after Kavanaugh based on something that there's no proof. I, I don't know. I mean, he sounds like he's really upset. I would be angry and I would be upset. Um, and so that's, and, and so I was an, I was an angry asshole because I did not believe the woman. Uh, and I said, well, I have a lot of um, experience with women that have, uh, have lied over and over again. I had one woman and she did it more than once with two different people. She was that crazy. She claimed that somebody raped her. Uh, uh, and, um, the man had sent, she had taken a taxi cab over to his house where they had sex, right? Um, and then when I did my investigation, I did some phone traces and a whole bunch of stuff. And it turns out that she's the one who called the cab. She's the one who called the cab. But, but she claimed that he sent the cab over and she got in it because she was afraid not to because of what he might do. And then when I, when I actually contacted the phone company, I found out that she was the one who called the cab <laughs> to go over to And I said... I thought you said he called. Well, no, he told me to call the cab. And I then I got in because I was afraid of what he was going to do. 
okay. Um, and then what about this other stuff? And I'll, it all started to fall apart. Well, then she did it again about a year later. And of course I got the case and she did the same thing, not the same thing with the cab, but there was another, another person that she decided that had raped her uh, after she didn't like him. So anyway, uh, John Wayne, I'm guessing just because he um, is John Wayne, because he's all about America. Um, and so, uh, sorry, my, my, the comments have derailed my uh, original intent. And I, the, the original intent for coming on live, and normally I have a whole bunch of graphics and articles that I like to share with you and show you videos of people talking, like the Black Lives Matter guy uh, who says that he's going to burn down the system. And then you have Nat Nadler. Nadler is the one who said that Antifa is made up, that Donald Trump made up Antifa, that it doesn't exist. And then I was going to show you another video of... Um, Oh my gosh, what's, uh, shoot, there's another video of, uh, gosh, darn it, there was another article. Hold on, let me go to my screen here really quick. Start, sorry about this. Uh, I, I got completely sidetracked <laughs> about everything else. Oh, not a video, it was an article on, on Twitter and how they, uh, you know, fact check or block, you know, you know, Donald Trump's where he said like there was a, he tweeted out that he was going to uh, arrest anybody who, um, and this is not, is not the exact words, but he was going to charge or arrest anybody that pulled down a statue and Twitter blocked it as hate speech. Like what, how, what did that become hate speech? And then you have another tweet from, uh, you know, somebody from black lives matter or one of these other organizations that says, you know, we're going to burn down the city or we're going to do this and that. And they don't, that's not hate speech. <laughs> and he's just like, well, what the hell? He, that's, that, that's actually a fact that if you take down a statue and break it and pull it down and then, and then, you know, destroy it, that you should be arrested for malicious mischief. I, I, I really do not understand why we're not doing that. Why we're not arresting people for trespassing. Why we're not arresting people for being out after a curfew when a curfew is put out. Why we're not arresting people for throwing a Molotov cocktail at a police car. Why we're not arresting people for taking over a section of Seattle and 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 terrorizing the people that live there. Why were why were none of those people arrested? And blocking the police from coming in and blocking the fire department from coming in. Why was none of that happening? At some point don't you think when I get to the title absurd, Democrats are absurd <laughs> is where that is not actually why don't they finally go, you know what? We're being pretty absurd. <laughs> like we're allowing our country to be destroyed. If you want a statue taken down, there is a way of doing that, right? You go to your representative. So I go to, uh, uh, what's his name? Cisneros. Is that our, my representative here in California? Um, I've always forget his name. I don't know why. Cause he's a, he's a, a dippy, um, Cisneros. Right? What's his first name? I already forgot. Cisneros. Somebody's gonna type it in the comments, and I'm gonna. Uh, Congressman Cisneros, Representative Cisneros. What the hell is his first name? I can't come up with it. <laughs> Nothing showing. Well, that guy, you know, the, the Cisneros guy. Um, uh, shoot, not Sandra Cisneros. Hold on one second. I'm going to find it. Uh, representative. Hold on. I know people are probably going crazy right now. I'm so sorry. Gil, Gil Cisneros is his name. Cisneros, Gil Cisneros. So you go to Gil Cisneros, who's a Democrat here in Orange County. And you say, okay, I'm really offended by this, um, uh, statue that's in a park here in your district. And I want to get things started to have that removed. 
And then you begin a, a program or a process of having that thing removed. That's how we do things. People vote on it. It goes to a committee. The committee decides what that is what we do here in the United States. We don't get a crowd of people. Like if I went and if I don't know if there's an Obama, Obama statue somewhere, I'm, I, I'm betting if I got a group of people and went to wherever there may be an Obama statue, I'm guessing somewhere maybe in Chicago. I don't know uh, where it's the you know Democrat run. It has the worst the crime spree ever. Um, that place. If I went there and tied a rope around his neck and tried to pull it down, that I would not be arrested immediately. Right? That that would that there would be no question that I'd be arrested immediately. There'd be no question that I'd be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Right? That's just how ridiculous and absurd the Democrats are. But if you go and you pull down Lincoln, you know they give you televised coverage for days about how they're going to pull down the statue. Now, of course, they put a fence up around that, that kind of stuff, but that's what has to be done. Why would you have to put a fence around it? Why would you just, if anybody goes near it and begins to look like they're going to put it, just arrest them. Like, what, what are we waiting for? This is really, you know, I, I'm, I'm pissed off at Trump as, as, as any other Republican that they're doing nothing. They need to send in the National Guard into every area that is burning right now, that rioting's going on, and begin to arrest people for trespassing, malicious mischief, um, uh, inciting a riot, um, set up curfews, arrest people for not uh, uh, abiding by the curfew. There's ways of protesting, but but burning things down, pulling things down, threatening people, hitting people with stuff is not a peaceful protest. I, I'm sorry to break the news to you. Uh, and that, again, is what absurd. And now you're, the, the, that little message has caused me to use uh, absurd a hundred times. <laughs> on this message. It was not clickbait. It is actually absurd that we are even having any of this discussion, any of it. We have an election coming up in November. If you don't like the guy in the White House, you, you vote for somebody else. You vote for the dead guy that's still in his basement. Vote for that guy. And that is my last point of absurdity is that, you know, how pissed off are you if you're a Democrat that the guy that they've given you is Biden? <laughs> Right. Like uh, that is the other thing is that you have all of this going on. You got Nadler saying that Antifa is made up by Trump. You have, uh, you know, uh, you got the, the whole Russian collusion, which was completely paid for. It's being exposed. Nothing about it was on the up and up. Nothing about it was real. It was all paid for and it was a sham. Right. So that, too. So you have that. And then you have um, uh, Adam Schiff who completely makes up a phone call by, by putting in words that did not even come out of Donald Trump's mouth or anything. And he uses that in a hearing in Congress. Nobody, nobody cares, right? They just go, okay, he can say whatever he wants. He can make claims. And then they have this whole impeachment program that goes a, a process that goes nowhere based again on lies, right? That no, they still don't care about that. You have all the absurdity with the COVID-19 where you have uh, Andrew Cuomo who takes and puts sick, elderly people that we knew and know are the most vulnerable and takes the people that are sick with COVID-19 and puts them in a nursing home where he, he kills thousands of people. But people are saying how great Cuomo is like, on the news. People really aren't. I, I don't know anybody that thinks Cuomo's great. <laughs> Even Democrats don't think he's great. The news somehow thinks he's great. But they're like, they go, he just killed thousands of people and nobody cares. Nobody cares. 
And then, of course, then we then, like I said before, then we have the thousands of people that come out and, and riot and protest. And everybody says, well, that's OK. They, they won't catch COVID-19. And it's OK that they're out running around and doing that in, in groups of thousands of people, hundreds of people, whatever it was. Right. That's OK. And then when we when we interview people about COVID-19, we're not going to ask them if they're at the protest because we don't want to know because we don't want that to be part of this of the uh, of the outcome. And then on top of it all, and this is probably why they're writing, is that you have a candidate who is, is, is about as close to brain dead as possible, that he cannot put together a sentence without saying something wrong, right? 120 million people have died from COVID-19, according to Joe Biden, right? It, it, and, and nobody blinks, <laughs> nobody cares in the media. Again, I'm talking about the media and the Democrat leadership. I know that, I know Democrat friends of mine, independent friend of mine, they, they know that it's absurd. I know. I just I have to I have to believe. I have to believe that you are not that stupid, that you are not that moronic, that you believe Joe Biden could actually run a country, much less a McDonald's at this point. He can't. So you have to know that AOC and uh, uh, the other chick, I forget her name out of Minnesota, um, are going to be the people that are actually running the country. And that is scary. That's a scary thought, right? That those are the people and Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff and all the other morons uh, that have been lying to you, all of us, every American they've been lying to over the last three years, every one of them. And then with their friends, the media are now going to virtually destroy the entire country. Our history is going to be gone. Uh, the inability to speak about anything, right? You can't speak about anything without it being wrong without it being against something, about being racist. You can't say there's no, there's no more humor. Yeah, humor is gone because you you make a joke about something and now it's like, oh my God, did you just really say that? You got you got Trump during the rally, right? And, and now what I love is that he plays the, the media and he, and he comes back and says stuff afterwards. But he says something like, uh, what was it the other day? He says, um, you know, we got all these, we're testing and people are coming out. And so of course, when we're testing, we have more people that are showing that have COVID-19 because there's people that have COVID-19 that we don't know have it until we test. And now we test. So all their numbers are going. So I'm telling no more testing and nobody, uh, we all thought all Republicans thought that was funny. Like, yeah, yeah, he's not. And the people, you know, at the, uh, uh, you know, at the COVID-19 team that he has all put together, all the middle people go, no, he's never told us that. And they just kind of laugh. Like he's just being Donald Trump. He's just saying he's being funny. Like none of that, that falls like a, like a lead balloon <laughs> on, on the lunatics uh, of the media and the crazy people uh, when he calls uh, it the Chinese uh, flu or the Kung flu. And then later on, you find out that during the Obama administration, they actually had a, a program called, uh, you know, Kung flu where uh, in the Veterans Administration that they didn't want you to catch the Kung Flu. <laughs> and there's a, even a logo with a guy going karate and it says Kung Flu on it. But it, when Donald Trump says it, it's so racist. It's so horrific. And But you go, well, wait a minute. There was this logo during the uh, Obama administration uh, for the Veterans Administration that talked about you don't want to catch the Kung Flu. And nobody ever thought about it being racist then. Right. Nobody, nobody ever said anything. But when it comes out of Donald Trump's mouth, it's the most horrible. It causes uh, newscasts, uh, endless newscasts all day long reporting on this thing. When they when he had the dog, put the metal around the dog. Right. Uh, the canine that took out the terrorist. And, they, you know, they they uh, they photoshopped him putting the, the metal on the dog and they literally stopped all newscasts to go. 
Uh, we got a breaking newscast. Donald Trump puts a, a you know the Medal of Valor around a dog. How yeah, how can he do that? That is so bad, right? And and, dee, 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 and they got all these newscasts going out that how horrible it is. Like, most, Repub see Republicans have a sense of humor. Democrats, independents, they obviously don't have a sense of humor. They, they've lost they've lost their funny bone. That it's not possible to joke about anything because they're going to take it either seriously or be so stupid that they're going to think that they could use it to tell people that he was really seriously putting a medal of uh, uh, valor around a dog. The, it just had happened, right? The, <laughs> what did they, they immediately flew the dog to the White House and so he could put a medal on and they lost their shit because they thought. And they couldn't really think, right? It's absurd. I'm using that word again. It's absurd that, that, that anybody thought that he was actually putting a medal around a dog. It is just so freaking crazy. All right. So I went on a rant there for quite a long time. I'm so sorry. Uh, but uh, and it, this totally took a different turn uh, than originally I had thought. But it was the, the first comment about how I used absurd as clickbait. It's not clickbait. It is absurd. To hear anyone... Anyone tout? Hmm. Don't know. Don't know what that means. Oh, oops. <laughs> that just came through. Facts. Thank you. I love all of you on Twitter. You have race. You have a racist child, too, too sure, who doesn't know his wife from his sister. <laughs> yeah. So that's the other thing they go back to. They go back to uh, nothing, right? No <laughs> I love those comments. These are some of my favorite comments. Um, uh, about stuff like this, right? They they find things that they can go back to, which again, uh, who knows? Who knows? You know when um, you know some of these things were brought up or during the early days of him running, right? It, because he was a, a womanizer. He's been married a couple times. He jokes around with a bunch of guys, you know, like on the Howard Stern show and a bunch of other stuff. And as most guys do, like there would be no men in politics if they went back and listened to any conversation they had in a locker room. Uh, or in a uh, at the police department or at the gym. Um, and you should hear the stuff that goes on in the gym. <laughs> you should hear the stuff that goes on in the hockey locker room at the police department uh, or in the locker room at the police department. That there, there would be, if you would take any comment or any conversation and uh, the things that we would say to one another, that obviously you can't anymore, right? Back in the day, just maybe three years ago, it, it, and I think women are worse. I, I've heard women say some really bad stuff about other women. Now, suddenly, everybody's angels, right? All of a sudden, what happened What happened to the conversations you used to have, you know, after a couple of drinks at, at Christmas or Thanksgiving when you would call somebody a douchebag or a fag or, or all this kind of stuff or a retard, right? All that stuff is bad now, and I understand why, right? But we used to do that. They used to be just normal conversation. Um, if you watch anything like uh, All in the Family or if you listen to Chris Rock, uh, and explaining how not to be arrested by the police or beat by the police. If you listen to Eddie Murphy, if you listen to any comedian just 5, 10, 15 years ago, and you listen to all that stuff, and, and it, we used to have a sense of humor, and it used to be funny to talk about the different races in, in, a, in a funny way, especially when a person of that race talks about that race, right? Uh, 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 Chris Rock used to talk about, hey, if you uh, if you want to uh, not lose your money when it's robbed by a black guy, you hide it in the books, right? That used to be really funny. But now you say that, oh, my God, that is the most racist thing you could say on the planet. But when Chris Rock said it, it was really funny. He had crowds of people. Most of the people in the audience were black, and they all thought that was funny, 
right? I understand now how today I, I could be canceled. I'm, this this will probably be uh, pulled off the air because I said that joke. But he said the joke at a time when it was acceptable to be funny, right? To joke about your race. Uh, you know, you got uh, Italians that used to talk about WAPs and you have, uh, you know, Mexicans talk about wetbacks and things like that. That, that you say that now, my Lord, you will be extinguished. You'll be canceled. I will be canceled just because I brought it up. But all of that is is the way that we used to live. And so, and again, I think Colleen brought it up just right, is there is that whenever you bring up the successes of Donald Trump and his administration, the things that he's done for the black community, right? Tons of stuff that he's done for black community that Obama didn't do ever, right? That you have hundreds of people in shootings in Chicago on one weekend. On, uh, on this weekend, I you know, who it's anybody's guess how many people will die in Chicago, New York, San Francisco, all democratic communities. Nobody's talking about that, how they're going to change that. Donald Trump has been trying, but he gets blocked by the Democratic Party, right? They're trying to do something. You got uh, uh, the uh, the senator, um, Tim Tim Scott, you know, who, who puts together a thing and says, okay, Democrats, you could have 20 additions to it. You can have some 20 alterations. They go, no, we're still not going to do it. Like that is abs absurd, right? It is totally absurd that he has this great, law enforcement bill that he wants to put through to make these changes and then says, you know, and it presents it and the Democrats say no. And they said, well, you can have 20 amendments. Well, you can have 20, whatever amendments that you want. You can have those amendments. Let's, let's put it on the table. Let's vote on it. Let's vote to have a discussion about it. And they said, no, like he's going, how do you say no to a bill <laughs> that everybody seems to want, but now you're saying now you don't want it. Like, this is the crazy stuff. And then you get people, when you bring this up, is they go, well, Donald Trump loved his daughter or said something about his daughter back in the day that she's so beautiful that he would have probably have dated her. Uh, again, back in the day, that was kind of a joke and, and somewhat kind of funny. But now you say it and it sounds absurd or what have you, right? Whatever he said back in the day, you know what? Hey, we were all horrible people back. We all said horrible things. I can tell you a ton of horrible things that I probably said in the locker room. You know, we talked about each other's wives about, hey, hey, did you get my wallet? I left it on your nightstand. That was a really common joke between male cop friends that I had is that, hey, we'd see each other in the locker room. Hey, uh, Jimmy Bob. Hey, uh, he, did you get my wallet? And they say, what wallet? The wallet I left on your dresser when I was at your house yesterday. Uh, you know, it, <laughs> that's just the way. The way, the way the, now, like, I could never be a politician now because that would come up. Well, he talked about having sex with somebody else's wife uh, when, in fact, he didn't have some sex with somebody's wife. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's me. Um, but uh, let's see. Beyond absurd. Thank you. <laughs> that's so ridiculous. All right. I'm sorry this can't this turned into an entire rant, but it really is coming to a point where we have to begin to understand that we are not dealing with healthy people in the in the mind that they're that they we need to help our country right now and understand that we have a large community of people that are not well, that they think right now that destroying every aspect of our history is a positive, that defunding and dismantling our law enforcement is a good idea. They're doing it. Uh, I know the Democrat came on not too long ago. Oh, we're really not going to do that. No, they're doing it. And they have done it. Oakland has shut down a police department in Oakland. Um, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, they have decided that they are going to uh, uh, dismantle the police department. Now, it, it went through a vote with the city council. The mayor hasn't bought into it. He has to buy into it. But that has been voted on. And they all agreed. What What are they going to do? They, they, they're, they're doing it. New York has... Um, has uh, dismantled a 600 undercover plainclothes force 
that was probably the most effective in, in, in keeping a lid on all the shootings in New York. And they dismantled that. That is gone. And what happened? They went to the following weekend where they had a shooting every hour on the hour. A shooting every hour on the hour. After they dismantled the plainclothes um, uh, investigators that were responsible for keeping a lid on shootings in New York. Um, you, you also hear that in New York that they have, uh, you know, the, all the um, uh, aggravated assaults are up, right? They, they've doubled uh, and they've gone up like 64% or something. They've gone really high, the shootings and the aggravated assaults, but other crime has dropped. You know why the other crimes have dropped? Because they've stopped enforcing the lower level crimes. Right? They've stopped arresting people for misdemeanors. They've stopped arresting people for trespassing. They stopped arresting people for all the lower crimes. So of course, the, the crime the crime has reduced in those areas when you go below aggravated assault because they no longer arrest people for that over there. It happens all the time in law enforcement. When you get a new chief in and they want to show that they're doing a good job, they stop taking reports on certain things. You stop taking reports on certain things. And of course, now your crime rate drops because you're no longer taking reports for just petty thefts and for a shoplifting and you're not prosecuting those people any longer. And so that shows up as a now a lower number because they're no longer taking those reports. Same thing with auto accidents. They stopped taking reports about auto accidents uh, not too long ago when there wasn't an injury that occurred that they would just refer people to go to their insurance companies. And it's really hard to get a police report when you get in a traffic accident. And so of course now traffic accidents have reduced. Why? Because they're not taking reports. How can you how can you count a traffic accident when there's no record of a traffic accident? How can you count a crime when there's no record of that crime? You call, hey, uh, I just want to let you know that I got um, um, I got something stolen out of my store. Okay, uh, thanks for calling. Well, are you going to send somebody? No, we don't we don't send people to that kind of stuff anymore. Okay, <laughs> like what? Right, and so of course now, yeah, well, we don't have like, petty thefts are way down. Well, like in Los Angeles, in, in California, right? They, they, in San Francisco, uh, there's no more, you can crap in the street, you can piss in the street, you can uh, live on the street, uh, you know, build a tent on a, on a, on a sidewalk. Um, you're no longer arrested for petty theft. You can shoplift now in San Francisco. Um, even auto thefts, I think I have been, um, uh, they stopped uh, arresting people for auto theft. I, I believe I, I could be wrong. Maybe it's auto burglaries. Maybe it's auto burglaries. So, and you have to sign a waiver when you rent a car in San Francisco, knowing that you're going to be burglarized. So you sign a waiver, understanding that while you're there, your car will probably be burglarized. So you have to sign a waiver, understanding that. And so now, now you have none of those crimes. <laughs> It's just, we've, it's, this is absurd, right? It's uh, absurd times 100. And so back to my, my last point, I'm so sorry, is that we have some very ill, sick people that are in positions of power. The mayor of Seattle, obviously, is there's something wrong mentally. The governor, there's something wrong, right? Remember, he didn't even know that part of his state had been taken over by Antifa, which doesn't exist according to, um, um, what's his name? I always forget his name. He's just a, a, a tub of lard. I can't remember his name. Like that there's no, there's nobody, uh, there's nobody in Antifa that doesn't actually even exist. It's, it's a figment of our imagination. Uh, Black Lives Matter is, is a fraud, right? They don't care about Chicago, New York, San Francisco, uh, Minneapolis. They don't care about what's happening to the black people in those areas. They do not care, right? They're, they're marching through Beverly Hills saying that they're going to, uh, what is it? I forget what the, the saying they were going to kill, not kill. They were going to burn the whiteies or something like that. Something about the whiteies, the rich white people. They're doing something about the rich white people in, in Beverly Hills. Whatever that is, does that sound like that's going to help people in Chicago? 
Do you see anything being put forward to help with the educational uh, issues that these uh, poor cities have uh, in these black communities? Do you see anything being put through? Now they're spending a lot of money and they're going, then they're still going bankrupt. All that's happening. Why is that happening? Why is nobody looking into that? Why, why are we giving billions of dollars to Democrats and then nothing is done with that money? You know, they're, they're doing, what are they doing with the money? Where's it going? Nobody knows. Nobody can account for it. If you go and look up in de Blasio and his wife in the, in, in, in do a Google search. And now Google has been blocking some of the stuff. I've tried to find some stuff uh, that I cannot find now, but you can Google it and find out what happened to the billions of dollars that de Blasio's wife was given to fund her work with the underprivileged people in their community. They don't know. They found 50 women that they helped with uh, postpartum depression. Um, and that was one of the most expensive uh, programs for psychiatry that I've ever heard of. I, 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 well, that must be a really good uh, postpartum uh, depression person. All right. Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Thank you, Miguel. I appreciate it. There is something wrong, something desperately wrong. Thank you, uh, Miguel. I appreciate that so much. Uh, and I really, this con completely took a different turn um, that, um, than I intended. I, I am so sorry. Uh, and thank you. I, I'm hope <laughs> I hope so. I am so sorry that I went on the rat because it really did not, it, I deal in, it was that one comment. That one comment just took made, made my show take a completely different thing. As a matter of fact, I want to tell you about this. I, I, I waited to take a drink because it's a 120 proof, but Knob Creek single barrel reserve number nine. It is really good. You know, I, I've been getting into this whiskey um, and, uh, uh, you know, try different whiskeys and that kind of stuff and taste testing and that kind of stuff. This really has a good flavor for 120 proof. You would think that it would just blow your, your head off, but it, I, I can't drink more than just a little shot because it, it's almost as soon as it hits my tongue, I get a little lightheaded and I, you know, I, and I'm not a, a pansy when it comes to, uh, you know, having a, a shot or two of something, but this is to all my friends, uh, you know, and again, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to say this one last thing, and I'm sorry, is that I, I have Democrat friends who, again, have, have messaged me and says, you know what, I, we're, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump, even though I'm Democrat. I still want to stay Democrat. I still want to do blah, blah, blah. Right. And they, they, they give me all their story. But you are right. I've never they, they say they've told me that they've never been so embarrassed by what they're but by what they're being told and that they've been given Biden as their presidential candidate, that that nobody sees. What a heart out of all of the millions of people that they could have selected in the United States of America. Let's go with hundreds <laughs> out of the hundreds of people that they could have selected for their presidential candidate that they have basically not completely yet, but basically chosen Biden. Like, and that's one of the things that I think I said on one of my broadcasts, it was four or five ago that I said that for the very first time, like how, in, how, how bad is it, right? That you think that you can fool your constituency. Is that the right word? I don't think I pronounced that right. Constituency. And I know I can't say that. That you, your party, that you can fool your party into believing he's the best, right? He is so much on board with all of our policies, right? He doesn't want guns. He wants open borders that he, um, uh, you know, he's for higher taxes. He's already said he's going to raise the taxes, that he's going to reverse all of the um, the the things that Donald Trump has done in regard to reducing um, 
some of the complications with with businesses and what they have to do, regulations that that are uh, you know involved in the, the federal government, that kind of stuff that he's reduced that that he's going to come in and, and bring those back, which is going to harm our economy. That that they that they've been given this guy <laughs> and told that you need to vote. This is your guy, right? This is the guy that you're going to vote for, and he's going to be amazing. Right. He's going <laughs> to he's going to he's going to open the borders. He's going to get rid of all the guns. He's going to dismantle all the police departments in the United States. Uh, we're no longer going to have law enforcement. We're gonna, no longer going to have crimes because we're, we're letting people out of prison. Remember that we let a whole shitload of people out of prison and he's going to follow up with that. And he's going to do that, too. Um, and, you know, he doesn't you know, when he is cognitive, when he does have a little bit of brain function, which is not very often that he's going, wait a minute. I don't know that I agree with all that. But then he's told, you're going to agree with all this, <laughs> whether you like it or not. And he's like being manipulated like a little puppet, right? And then he says things that you can tell that he doesn't agree with. And I think that's even driving him more crazy. But in the end, they're being told that this is the guy. And that was one of the things that somebody came to me and says, you know, when you find it finally hit me that it is embarrassing <laughs> that, that that's our guy. And then you made me think about all the other stuff that's going on right now. And this is the message that I got that you it made me think about all the other stuff there, that they're going to dismantle the police department, that all these Democrats have gone crazy dismantling and defunding police department. And, and it has really nothing to do. They've completely lost the George Floyd guy. Like who's George Floyd? Like nobody knows who he is anymore. Like wh what happened to that? Like there could have been some good stuff that could have come out of his death, his unfortunate death. that was completely wrong. Right. That's something actually could have come good out of that. But now that's completely who's George Floyd. No, we don't even know who he is. All gone. All right. So I hope I made my point. Gosh, dang it. I hope I made my point is that we as uh, people that have a brain um, that are not absurd, that understand that we need law enforcement. We need a strong border. We need the, the minor crimes to be uh, upheld and we need to enforce all the little crimes because the little crimes protect us from the people committing big crimes. It's, it's a, it's a well-known in law enforcement, my 21 years in law enforcement, we knew that if you could arrest people for the small crimes before they turn into the big crimes that our cities would be much safer. And it works. It worked in New York. It worked in California. It worked in Anaheim, worked in Santa Ana, worked in Los Angeles. When we, when we address the small crimes, the little petty theft crimes and the trespassing, and the uh, mis malicious mischief and uh, just simply carrying a gun as opposed to shooting a gun. When we enforced all those little laws, there was a less there was less impact from the uh, aggravated assaults uh, and major robberies and that kind of stuff. It was a much better time in law enforcement and in our overall peace in this country when we enforce the laws that are on the books and not reduce them. Uh, and you're going to, uh, uh, you know, we need to help our people uh, that are have, have, are lost. There's people in our community that are lost and think that the democratic way of thinking is good and it's not. It is horrific. They don't care about black people. They don't care about Mexicans. They don't care. They, if you just really, if you really do your homework and really look at what's happening in these communities, the 20 biggest cities that are run by Democrats are the most high crime areas in the country with the worst educational system and the, and the most um, uh, families where children live without dads. If you look at all of the 20 most represented uh, uh, cities and states that are democratic run, they have the worst um, uh, ability to take care of their people. And that is a fact, all right? And so we need to get together and, and really just uh, help our, our friends and help wake them up. They need to be like, it's like the, the scene in uh, an airplane 
right? Where you see you're slapping the person, snap out of it. <laughs> and then we all line up and like, snap out of it. You get control of yourself. You've gone crazy. Uh, and just stand there. Like you got all these people wearing uh, MAGA hats, you know, slapping somebody that's wearing a, uh, you know, a blue hat uh, and saying, okay, listen, we need, we need, we need law enforcement. I just I need to tell you, we need people to enforce the laws <laughs> we need a border <laughs> all right because it's really important that we have a border that's what makes us a country the border is what makes us a country it's really important you got other countries that have borders that enforce their borders way better than we do um and that's just the way it is we are the we again there's the other thing one last thing <laughs> so sorry we're the least racist country on the planet what what? I'm sorry. People don't fall over. We are the least racist people on the planet. I have a graph and I was, and I was going to, I'm going to use it for a show in the future, but, but most people of other races identify with their race. They, you know, if you're Mexican or black, it's really important that you realize that you're black You realize that you're Mexican, realize that you're Italian or whatever. Right. But whites, it's really tiny. We don't, I, I, I don't I'm half Mexican, half Cherokee, Indian, uh, German, English. I'm a whole bunch of stuff. I, I don't know that I'm white, right? When I check that box, I check like three or four. I'm Hispanic. <laughs> I'm uh, American Indian. I'm a whole bunch of stuff. Even stuff that I'm not, I just check. I, I don't even know what I am, right? It's really, I'm not, I'm not white, I'm nothing. I'm just a dude living in this country, right? We're the least racist person, uh, country on the planet. I've been to other countries. There's some real racist countries, right? Go to China, go to Japan, Korea. What do you see? Do you see? <laughs> do you see other races there very often? Not very often. I'm just telling you, we are the most giving country. We help every country when something happens, when there's a disaster, when somebody's hurting, when some, we give money like crazy. The, the GoFundMe thing is one of the best businesses. I wish I would have thought of it is because we want to give money to people and help them with all kinds of crap. Are you kidding me? We are the most giving country on the planet and we are being made out to be these racists that they were horrible people that were holding people down. Is there anybody that you know of that is for slavery? Is there, do you know anybody, anybody? Have you heard anybody holding up a sign? I'm for slavery. Has anybody ever seen in the last 10 years, <laughs> anybody holding up a sign, I'm for slavery. I'm for slavery. No. No, that it, it's not, it's non-existent. It's systemic racism in law enforcement. There is nothing. I spent 21 years in anti-police department. I investigate law enforcement across the country. It is not systemic. I don't see racism. I never saw racism when I was a police officer. Never did. Now we had jokes about other races, that kind of stuff. We all did. Everybody did. But there was no rate. We didn't arrest people just because they were black or Mexican. That was, I mean, to drive up and say, you're Mexican, we're arresting you. You're black, we're arresting you. No, that didn't happen. This is, it's so absurd. All right, I'm going to get off now. I'm going to have one more shot. I deserve one more shot. Did you hear Nancy called George Floyd, George Kirby? Oh, no, I didn't. I did not. Gosh, darn it. They're, they're so crazy. They can't even keep their story straight. That is, that is a really good comment. I got to, I got to look that up. Uh, Colleen, which one are you? Are you the one on the left or the right? Which one are you, Colleen? Uh, I wish you wouldn't say you're sorry or one last thing because you're interesting. Entertaining. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, right. Brown hair. Oh, nice to see you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, 
So another shot. Here we go. 120 proof. 120 proof is a big kick, right? I, I've had 90 proof, and you think, ah, oh, I can feel it. But whatever, when it goes, it's like a, it's like an earthquake. It does just doesn't when you go up in the level of the earthquake. It's like it, it's like 10 times more. It's not just like one little click more. Uh, and so you get up in 120 proof. It hits you pretty quick. It's already hit me. All right. So there you go. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I missed out on. But so much cool. Thank you, Amy. I appreciate you very much. Uh, YouTube, Nancy Pelosi gets George Floyd's name wrong. Yeah, I'm going to I'll look it up for sure. Thank you, Colleen. I appreciate that. Um, so there you have it. So uh, again, one more time, just in case it got lost in the message. We need to help our friends who have lost it. They've lost their minds, I, it, it, whether it's the Trump derangement syndrome, whether and who knows why. And, and, you know, they they've been told this lie for so long, for three years, they've been told this lie about this man who really has done a great deal for this country. And he may say things that just, you know, like rub people around. I don't, that never rubs me the wrong way. And it's not because I, I love him to that much because I'm angry right now that he's not enforcing the laws of the country. I think that, that that's his big mistake. He needs to take people in and go there and, and handcuff them and arrest them. And I know that people don't want that to happen because it looks bad on television. But at some point, somebody's got to take, take control of this country. And we do have to begin again to arrest people for the small crimes and misdemeanor, uh, misdemeanors, uh, malicious mischief and trespassing, all those kinds. We have to do it. You know that CNN's, oh, they used tear gas. Well, no, they really didn't use tear gas. Oh, they used, uh, you know, the jackboot, you know, cops used a force to, uh, yeah. Well, you know, somebody had to take charge and, and take care of the children. You know, my, my children uh, uh, understand me that when they get in trouble, that they know they did something wrong. I'm very fair, but I'm consistent. Right? I don't let them get away with crap because when you do that, when you let them get away with crap for a long period of time and then you try to enforce it, now you're an asshole. Right? They know uh, right off the bat when something happens wrong, I'm, I, they're, they're punished from the get-go. Right. And, and I, I, I promise you, my kids love me. If anybody knows me and my kids, they, they, they know, you know, as a single dad, you can, it could be rough, you know, as you're as you're going through life, trying to figure stuff out. But I, I thought the one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to this time. I'm not going to um, um, coddle them and be sorry that I'm in that, you know, that I divorced their mom or we divorced or what have you, that, that there still has to be, you know, a little bit of tough love when it's necessary and there has to be love when love is appropriate. And what's happening in our country right now is that we have allowed these things to kind of get going and, and get steam. And now it's, it's much harder now because now we're having, it's like a kid, right? You let a kid get away with something over and over again. And now when they begin to commit robberies, taking drugs or what have you, again, not, not all of that. I can get a whole philosophy about that too, but, <laughs> but when you've allowed them to become, uh, uh, you know, uh, just, morons when you allow your kids to become morons and then you don't enforce something until they've committed a robbery or until they've punched you in the face then and now you're an asshole because you kick them out of the house that is what's going on in our country right now is that we have allowed them the children to take over a a portion of seattle and now oregon and now washington dc and now we, when we come in now we look like the bad guy well, you let us play for a little while in the sandbox and do all this stuff and do some crazy stuff. You know what? Now you're coming in and now we have to use more force because now they feel empowered. Now they have Molotov cocktails. Now they have the CNN and they have support. Like this is mostly a peaceful, you know, <laughs> my, my favorite thing was CNN. I think they were filming 
their 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 reporter their reporter on scene he's going oh this is mostly a peaceful gathering of people to, you know protesting you know blah 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 and behind him an entire building's on fire and people are like you can see stuff being thrown <laughs> this is mostly peaceful it's not that big of a deal it's just we're having fun out here and <laughs> chaos is going on in the background that is what's happening you're allowing the children to get out of control and now when we come in we got to use more force more people if we just would have cut it off at its legs at the beginning uh we wouldn't be at this issue all right so <laughs> damn it colleen you're keeping me going because you're, you're encouraging me they made uh, their criminals beds now lay in them and shut it <laughs> Yeah. Somebody came up with a great idea that we should build another island or create another island like Australia was back in the day and ship all the all the Democrats to that island and say, you know, you want to live together and have no laws, have no borders, you know, have, you know, have no police. Go live on a on an island. If there was another island as big as Australia, we could just ship them over there. Go live there. Leave all of us Americans alone. Americans, we are the most giving. We are so not racist. We uh, believe in education. We believe in work. Work. What a concept. Work for your money, right? We believe in working. We believe in encouraging people and um, training people to be successful, encouraging people to be successful, holding them up, right? If they need a little help or a helping hand, we are there for them. That's what we believe in. But then once we help them up, now you got to walk, right? We're not going to sit there and hold your hand and carry you. If we help you up. You begin walking. That's what we believe in. That's what Americans believe in. And 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 uh, uh, and not shipping it out to other countries, right? And having other countries, we know that that is wrong. When we uh, when we rely on another country to give us what we need, it, it backfires when we need it, especially when we have a problem or a conflict with that country, right? We go, oh shit, we need. Wait, we've we've now depended on you for oil, or we've depended on you for pharmaceuticals. But now that you're mad at us, you're not going to give it to us. Oh shit, what do we do, right? So here in the United States, that's not how it works. In America, we can do anything here in America. Right, we can do anything, but we have to encourage people to get off their asses and do it, and not expect to have a handout. When you when people begin to expect a handout, and now they rely on a handout, we begin to lose, and that is what's happening in these cities like Chicago and New York and San Francisco is that they're expecting to get free shit. You got San Francisco is getting they're they're giving people free alcohol, free drugs, free needles. You can shit and and, and pee in the in the street. You can do all this stuff, and there's no ramifications. Look at what's happening. That is the problem. Do you not see it? Do you not see the absurdity? All right. So there, I'm done. I'm for sure done. I'm leaving. I'm getting off of this. Don't forget Kentucky. <laughs> I won't forget Kentucky. Kentucky too. Whatever's happening in Kentucky. I'm not sure what's happening in Kentucky. Uh, yeah, the island, the island idea. <laughs> that was a really good idea. I can't remember who told me that, but it was somebody recently told me, we just need to create an island like Australia uh, and ship them all out there. Greenland. Greenland would be a good place. I think that was one of the great ideas that Donald Trump came up with is that we need to take over Greenland. And then we, we just send all the Democrats to Greenland and say, hey, um, if you don't want laws and you don't want police and you don't want borders, there you go. We got it. Here's, here's an entire country. And it's called Greenland, even though it's white. Uh, but you can go there and have fun. All right, my friends, uh, I love you all. Thanks for watching. Thanks for putting up with me as I completely went off track. And uh, this happens once in a while. I'm so sorry, but it's a uh, it's a weekend. It's party time. Nice meeting some new people coming on and, and watching. I appreciate you guys watching. Uh, make sure and subscribe. I would appreciate that if you subscribe. 
and uh, I'm going to be on uh, all week. I had to take a couple of days off because I, I had so many shows in a row that were so emotional because of uh, some of the issues happening with law enforcement. I had to take a couple of days off. So I'm back next week. I have a couple more shows. I have some more graphics to show you, some more other stuff uh, I want to make sure to show you. But right now, your job is to uh, not give up and to um, to speak out and not be silent. Being silent is uh, is giving them what they want. We've been silent for too long. All right. That's it. Let me go ahead and play my outro here, my friends. Uh, again, I love you guys. Have a great weekend. And uh, I will see you at the next one. Take care. Bye.